0: Capital Retirement Strategies and Cambridge Investment Research are not affiliated.
1: All right, welcome to Plan for Life Now, the podcast. We are very excited to have you guys joining us here today. We've got some really exciting stuff. This doesn't happen. We do happen. have exciting
0: stuff. We have like, it'll be the making. Well, I'll I'll say what it is, then we'll get to our red skin pick, and okay. then we'll get
1: back. Don't leave people is. in too much. And I wouldn't
0: suspense. say it's really exciting. I mean, to the average person listening to this, it's not exciting. To us, it's, <laughs> it's, it's exciting. Right. So basically, there's an article came out. Online today, we're recording this on Friday, December 9th That's right, and it came out online. It'll be in the New York Times tomorrow on Saturday in their actual newspaper. And it's about—it's really they still about print
1: lo- actual newspapers. They do, really? they do. And huh. the people
0: who will be reading this are all going to be looking at real newspaper <laughs> because it's about long-term care insurance. It's really about comparing today's choices. Long-term care insurance, traditional policies versus the hybrid or, you know, policies that combine life insurance mm-hmm. and long-term care. And how do you make that decision and how do you decide to get long-term care insurance? Right. And several of my clients are interviewed. In fact, on the cover is one of our clients. And... Um, And then they interview me and and other people. So that's really what this is all about. In a second, we'll talk about how that article all came about. All
1: right. But let's take that apart after we do our Redskin picks. Because we have to do that.
0: And everybody hears this after the fact. So after the fact, when people heard our last podcast, they said to themselves, Wow, Dave was right. Steve was wrong. (laughs) Because I picked Arizona last
1: week. And I rarely
0: leave the Homerism island to move off of
1: it, you yeah. did, and you all your points were correct about uh, Carson Palmer hasn't been looking so good. Now we're gonna make him look good. You were right, so you're up a yeah. game on me now. Yeah, but this week mm-hmm. I actually, and I because
0: you're listening to this, I hope I'm right again. I think we're gonna beat Philadelphia. Yeah, I think we're better than Philadelphia, and I actually think that this team, this Redskin team, does respond to having a bad game, or or that they have a, a very good sense of urgency about them like it with that you like that kirk cousins game sense of urgency so i think we're gonna beat philadelphia and i really don't think it's gonna be less than a touchdown but it's never easy so let's just say a touchdown redskins 28
1: philadelphia 21 all right i think that's a pretty good prediction i'd like to just pretty much copy that yeah i think we are better than them i think we're gonna have the sense of urgency I think they're going to come out and they're going to play really well, crisply, cleanly, because I think they were you know, a couple of weeks jammed on top of each other, had to travel far away. This is a shorter trip. Maybe I think the defense it's going to be... this week will say, hey, you know what? Technically, we're half the team, so yeah. we should also try. Right. Maybe so that maybe would be that'd, nice. You that'd know? be good. Uh, I think it's, gosh, I think it's going to be 31 21 Redskins. Okay. So you'll have a little bit of a sweat. Philly will try to make a comeback, but. We'll have it solidly in hand. All right. I hope you're right because it's supposed to be
0: cold this weekend and I have nothing else to do besides (laughs) hole up in my house and watch this game.
1: All right. So let's get back into this long-term care insurance article. So like Dave said at the beginning, this is in the New York Times this weekend. And I'm saying this weekend, meaning the weekend of December 10th, 11th. Somewhere this weekend, it's going to be in the Wealth Matters section. Right. right? It's written by – a guy,
0: the guy who writes that column, and I think this wealth matters column in the New York Times has been going on for a long time. There are a lot of archives of this wealth matters column. His name is Paul Sullivan. Okay. Who wrote the article?
1: Well let me give you my initial takes on it because you've been involved in this you know being interviewed in the background you know talking to him clarifying the way things have changed i mean this has been a couple of months right i mean this, is, this was back in august i think it right. started august uh, which is a little frustrating it takes that long but um my take on it after looking at it talking with you about it is so often when you see articles about long-term care insurance They take some sort of sensational angle, right? And we know that when it comes to newspapers, sensational sells. I mean, it's, oh, this person got ripped off, or this person had, you know, got wiped out by years of care, and this and that. In the sense that this article is very balanced, very calm, not sensational, I think it does a good job of covering. You know, the, the choices that people face out there. Yeah, well, I think that's
0: what I liked about the article. And that's why so basically what happened was I think you're right about that, but what happened initially was my brother does PR. That's what okay. he does. He doesn't that's do it right. he's he's in the different industry, but he does PR in for his job. So he's run into Paul Sullivan along the way and somehow he came to me and said I maybe Maybe Paul was looking to write an article on this or maybe my brother thought it might be a good topic, but it turned out that, hey, would you like to, mm-hmm. you know, be interviewed by this guy? And the first thing I wanted to do, to be honest with you, was knowing just what you just said. I'm glad you started it out that way with the sensationalism. I, I, And and obviously, most people listening to this know I've been doing long-term care insurance and working on it forever. But having read so many articles that are hit pieces, yeah. you know, and. And really, the reality is, if you read this, and if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're going to read the the article, you'll see that there's never a right or wrong about making a decision on on any product like Mm -hmm. long-term care insurance. But to see sort of both sides of the story and to have an interpretation that is a little more sophisticated, a little more educated, and not on the sensational side, um, I didn't know. So I read his other stuff. Paul yeah. Sullivan on all these other matters. And I everything he writes is very fair. It's like right. basically shows, tells both sides of different stories. And he also approaches it as if you, the reader, are not an idiot.
1: Well, I was going to say, I, I think he also, and I read a bunch of his other stuff too, assumes a certain level of sophistication with anyone reading this, which you kind of have to. I mean, you can't be doing ABCs on things and getting into something on Fairly complex topic like long term care insurance,
0: right? So, okay, so he interviews me, and and then he asked if uh, if I could inter- if he could interview some of my clients because mm-hmm. he wanted to get the perspective, obviously, of the buyers, or right. You know, well, why did you buy long term care? Insurance? What were you thinking? Right. So you'll see three of our clients, of my clients, in in this uh, article. They all volunteered to do it. Obviously, I called them before I said, "Would you mind doing it?" They agreed to do it, and you know, and I thank them because also. Um, they're you're taking a chance whenever you're interviewed by anybody. But boy, he really – I thought Paul did a good job of getting that opinion out of what people are thinking as well, they're pondering should I get long-term care insurance or not.
1: Yeah, and I like that approach just because – Okay, we sit here as financial advisors and, you know, with a a textbook and all these classes, we can say, absolutely, you should cover the risk of long-term care because it could wipe out your income plan, right? And that's, you know, that's just the basic financial planning case. But in the real world, people are making decisions not based on some textbook. They're based on their feelings, their own experiences, what I've gone through. What my mom's gone through, what you know, family members, friends, whoever, and I thought that was where those particular clients did a good job of of saying, you know, hey, I I, I think I should get right. this. I'm struggling with the emotional side versus the intellectual side, and it's not easy. I mean, you. See it all the time. It's not an easy decision. No, it's not an easy decision. It's also a lot of it depends on
0: your own particular situation and we've been through all this and other long term care insurance podcasts that we've done and about all the that's involved in that. But to get it written the right way or the fair way, to be mm-hmm. able to present both sides of something, not to mention the tumult in the insurance industry right now. And that's really sure. what triggered the... So I basically was interviewed in, in August and it looked like it was going to go through, but then I guess the editors or whatever, or he had other stuff, but it was really probably editors decided we don't want to do it right now. So it was sort of shelved. Yeah. It was... But I, I thought it was going to come out in the summer and then I, you know, but it was sort of shelved. And then I actually... Uh, when John Hancock decided they weren't selling long-term care insurance anymore, which right. we've talked about... Um, and we've always, and it's mentioned in this. That's all, I called him. I said, you know what? There's a lot going on in the long term care industry with John Hancock deciding not to sell it anymore. Um, and that might be a good, you know, a good time to revive this with your editors or whatever. And I guess he did that. And then he said, yeah. And then he also interviewed uh, Jeff Merwin, who does our broker work over mm-hmm. at Capital Metro. Um, broker work that basically means when when you do a long term care insurance policy you 're not allowed to go directly to a company if you 're an advisor you have to go through a, a well a, a, I, a broker you know usually most people who do it go through a broker group yeah. that, that does that stuff and
1: i mean that 's an interesting perspective because i mean they they have even more through the broker group even more interaction sort of directly with the insurance companies. And you know, get some thinking as to what are the insurance companies, what are the directions they're looking to go, how are they trying to manage their risk, what are they thinking in the future. Right. So I know in there, you know, they in the article they talked about the life insurance long-term care combo policies, right, um, which are you know, it's a potential that that's kind of the future of long-term care insurance,
0: right. And, you know, right now, what's what we do? We basically look at the traditional policies and the, you know, the uh, the hybrid policies and see what makes sense. But to make that all an article now where you could put it, it's kind of confusing. I think he did a good job ultimately of tying it together. Um, and maybe that Hancock event triggered this coming out, but mm-hmm. whatever. So and then it and that's sort of the, the making of all of this. And I like it because now I think, and from a perspective that's not just worrying about, oh, that's cool, I'm mentioned, and our firm and stuff is mentioned in a New York Times article, take it to a way more important level as tons of people read the New York Times, and they read across the country, mm-hmm. and they read these financial things. I think the people who should be looking into long-term care insurance, many of them will read this, and it might spur them on to go to their financial advisor wherever they live or whatever. Um, And that might get a lot of people who should be insured for long-term care insurance. And we've always promoted that. Right. (laughs) If you have assets to protect, you know, you should be certainly looking into long-term care insurance and we think it should be part of your plan. It's going to be a lot more people at the end of the day who get this, that who would not have, if this article were written incorrectly or very negatively, you know, wow. it just wouldn't have done anything to hell, I think people will get covered. And ultimately, that means when they need long-term care, they have Alzheimer's or dementia or God only knows what, or you're in assisted living or a stroke, mm-hmm. and this thing's paying maybe down the road sometime. It was because they read this article right. and got them going. So that, to well, me, pretty is, cool. <laughs> is very important about something like this.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's – I think that kind of goes to the larger point that I was trying to make at the beginning. Just having a fair and balanced article that discusses long-term care insurance just in a rational context of normal people trying to make a decision about this rather than some sensational somebody's trying to rip you off, you got screwed, this and that kind of thing. It it just brings it into the consciousness of a normal person – going through normal financial planning okay this is something i need to consider and just to contrast that um it was probably what 15 years ago consumer reports did this article about long-term care insurance you know i won't bore you with the details but they couldn't have gotten more information wrong You know, including citing companies that were no longer in the business as one of their best companies. It was the worst
0: (laughs) piece of journalism I'd ever written fifteen years ago, or I'd ever read fifteen years ago about it. And uh, but that's
1: that's just an example of where something like that can really set back. I mean, that somebody can glance at that. Oh, I read that it was bad, and then all of a sudden they've put off making a decision or decided not to do anything for years. So. That kind of negative, unbalanced, uneducated article is, right. can be really harmful. Good point. All right. Thanks for joining us here again. Uh, we will, of course, link the article right below here so you can click on that. It's also on our Facebook page. I don't know if we've ever gone to the level of asking people to like our Facebook page. But if they do that, you can get all these updates even faster. Oh, um, good. I so thought you were going to say they get a t-shirt or something No, I don't think we're right. they're we're not. Not, we're not Maybe we'll send t-shirts. you a pen Maybe, I don't know No, <laughs> we're not even going to do that <laughs> You can just like it, and get all that good information Alright, take care, talk to you soon